0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Club Pro Chatter, Season 6, Episode 7, Fall Version, new venue for G. Snow. Scotty, I'm in the bunker, which is my office here. Hard to say everything, but you didn't like the fly swatter hanging up on the top up there. I don't need it right now. See that, everybody? What are you laughing about?
1: That red fly swatter matches perfectly with your red vest that we're going to see at the uh, golf show. I
0: do like to wear that red vest at the golf show a lot. My Bobby Knight look, uh, my Bob Miller look, uh, you know how much I enjoy that and have a good time with that. But, Scotty, we got a lot to to go through on the show. Uh, Tournament season is basically over. The Dairy Queen stops are done uh, for most of us. Well, some of us, uh, others of us, we like to keep it going all year. But I think we want to touch on something that's pretty big in your world that you uh that you're pretty excited about, and that was your uh, your Ryder Cup prediction. Oh yeah, we did this before um, on the last show. I took some show notes. Me and uh, Kaylee, we, we we went with our hearts. We thought that the U.S. team was going to win. Um, I. I not, I never really thought they were going to win, but I hope they were going to win. I can't pick against them. But you, uh, you said uh, that you thought it was going to be blowout. Uh, but I have down in my notes here that you had Europe winning by two and a half points.
1: Yeah, that's correct. Is that a blowout? Well, yeah, I my prediction wasn't as bold as my statements, I guess you would say. Um, but Tone also picked Europe. He, he said it was going to be a little bit closer. Um, I don't know, Greg. It was, it, it's never good when you wake up Friday morning at 6 a.m. and look to see how the, the U.S. did in the morning wave and we're down 4 nothing. That's never a good feeling.
0: Yeah, but the U.S. women did that and uh, they ended That's up true. losing. So That's That's true. Went- I kind of went with that. Oh, it's okay. It's early. You know, you just kind of sneak back in it. We're better at singles, mm-hmm. but uh, I want to bring uh Kaylee and tone in here. Uh, if you guys could, uh, because I really want to give the nod to tone on this. Uh, and here's why. Um, he picked Hovland would be the MVP and you picked Fleetwood. I know Fleetwood was pretty good, but he was no Victor, baby. Tone nailed that.
1: Yeah, but if we're talking MVPs, the MVP was for sure Rory. Why Havland and Rory, I think, both lost one match. Um, but Rory's just like he is the face of that team. So you were and- like beat up Joe Lacava. You love that. Is that what you're saying? Well, I was that that whole thing was blown out of proportion a little bit. Um, by who? I mean, by Rory? But just by everybody. Come on, like
0: Tone. It's... Hold on, Tone. Do you want to do a little victory lap and explain why I agree that, or I thought that Hovland was the MVP of that uh, of that Ryder Cup?
2: I think he was the the strongest strongest player, and that's usually how these uh, these uh, things are awarded. You know he they put him out there. He was he was hard to beat. He's had a good uh good last month or so.
1: It wasn't very compelling, tone. No, it was the towing the company <laughs> line. Um, no, I think let's be honest. Uh, between Rory and Victor, uh, uh, those were by far the two best players in the entire Ryder Cup. Can we agree on that, Greg? John Rahm was pretty tough. Yeah, but the the record doesn't speak that way. I think Rory and Hovland got the most points. But, I mean, between those three, and then you throw Fleetwood in there, it's not like that, that group of four is going anywhere anytime soon.
0: Well, that's a good point. Now, that's a good point about the dominance there, but but can we make fun of Kaylee a little bit for picking Ricky Fowler as the MVP?
3: Like you said, I was picking with my heart.
0: Hey, all know. Or, or do we want to make fun of me for picking Jordan and Justin, the combo? <laughs> yeah,
2: how'd yeah, that, how that work
1: out?
2: That, that one wasn't as uh, as good as the past. Uh, I think uh, Justin was carrying Jordan more than probably people expected.
0: Jordan. Which is usually
3: my other pick.
0: Jordan is usually your other pick. That's right. (laughs) We could have been embarrassing with me. Yeah. That Smothers Brothers with the driver, Scotty, you know when that sneaks up, bad things happen.
1: Oh, the the awesome thing, I actually should have pulled this up. They had like the strokes gained. Per player from the Ryder Cup, and I think Jordan Spieth was like dead last. It was not good.
0: All right, I want to get—I want to ask uh, the two of you a question. I know Kaylee probably doesn't care about this, but um, is course setup too big of an advantage now in the Ryder Cup? Tone, let's start with you. You're the course setup master. Is it too big of an advantage right now? I think of Hazeltine and what we did. I think of uh Marco Simeon and what they did. And I just sit there and I go, is it worth six points? It might be. Uh Todd, give me your thoughts.
2: Um, I mean, I think it's definitely an advantage. I think it's I think it's nice to have, you know, you kind of you If you're the host, you 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 get to set it up as it is. I think ultimately, though, it comes down to these players, they're all they're all you know world class players. They know what they can do and they can go head to head. Um I just think more what contributes to it is having that the the fans behind you and kind of do you have that fuel to to take the cut back or not. But it definitely is an advantage, but i don't I don't know if it's six points,
1: Scotty. It's a big advantage. Um, I I mean, it's tough to say when it's in the US, we're both going to agree on the setup, and when it's in Europe, like there always is going to be a little bit of a bias towards one versus the other. I don't know how you find an objective person for the core setup, but it is certainly a massive advantage, and Hats off to the Europeans. Like They did the research and figured out like, yeah. here's how we need to set this up for us. Um, and I'm looking at the strokes game and the four biggest strokes gained players are from Europe. It goes Hovland, Rom, Fleetwood, McElroy. And then the, the two best only, actually the three only Americans That gained strokes um, based on their play were Cantley, Max Homa, and then Sam Burns. The worst player based on strokes gained was Wyndham Clark and then Jordan Speed.
0: Oh, Wyndham was down there, huh?
1: Well, think about Wyndham Clark on 18. He's out there in the middle of the fairway multiple days, has a chance to hit the green in two, and blasts it. Forty yards right like those are some of the shots that I remember from him um Cantley bailing him out on 18 that one day but yeah back to the course setup it's getting a little it's getting a little out of hand like you know what it's going to be in in two years at Bethpage it's going to be zero rough monster fairways and it's going to be a birdie fest right
0: Well, if I'm the U and again, all the bunkering will not be what it was at the US Open, right? I mean, there'll be different situations, there'll be stuff will be mowed down. It'll be yeah, I I don't know. I I like that when it comes here, of course. Hate it when we go there, but every time they brought it up on TV, I kept thinking, man, analytics won this thing. But that's not I agree with Tone a little bit. It's not totally true. Hovlin was great, Um, Rom was great. They played better. They did. I, I, it was upsetting. That that day, which one was it, you guys, where they halved, I think, all three matches where we could have won on the 18th hole, and they either won or tied it. And it That scored. was that they won they in the second, second day?
1: No, that was afternoon day one. Oh,
2: okay.
0: okay. Where it was where it was possible to come back, and then they just... They, they won 18, holes. three straight holes. That's when Rom hit the chinner. Yeah, the back of the cup popped up, hit him in the chin, goes back in the cup because he popped it up so high, and he's sheepish smiling. That's when I was like, "It's over, it's over." Did you guys watch Sunday?
2: Told Um, I I didn't watch much of it. I was watching it on the on the uh, just the scores we were setting up for Golf Champions, ah, or we I were guess. at Golf Champions. I don't remember. Mm-hmm.
3: So. We watched a little bit.
1: You were at golf champions. I was not watching. I was at golf champions. Yes.
0: Oh, all right. Some of you better players get to play in that stuff. Speaking of let's move off the Ryder cup. We had a lot happening for you two up there on the right corner of my screen uh, in the last three weeks, but I'm going to give you a quick update from the, from the scramble. Um, Got back to Litchfield where we kind of convened with our cars and uh, 20 minutes down the road, smoked the deer.
1: Oh. Uh, you did?
0: Monday, yeah, Monday night. So uh, jumped out under the, under the wheel, smashed up radiator, all of it, limped the car home, sitting in my driver. We're in a mess right now with one vehicle. So that was the end of my tournament season. Good year, Greg. Good
1: year. Did you make anything in the scramble to help pay for that? No,
0: we finished one back. We took a bogey on hole number 16. Um, we had a little chippy chip from in front of the green. And we uh, we had two flubbers and one little half scully nipper, missed the six footer, and that kind of ended it. But we were one out of the money. Um, and we definitely, um, um, my our anchor, my assistant, Pat Ottison, made five really nice putts to keep us in it. So um, it was a fun day though, Scotty. I, I, these two, it was a little chillier, but man, it was, it was fun. And I, the thing I love about that event, I said to my assistant, I go, I don't even know half of these people here. And he goes, Why it seems like, you know, everybody. And I'm like, yeah, but not all these guys. I don't even know who some of them are. So I think that's kind of cool. You get to get to meet some new people
1: it's it is a i I wish to be honest i wish these people would play in more events like it's it's great i would say that the scramble and then luther one is probably where you get the most variety of individuals the team events have always been solid obviously we get good variety in the season-long four ball which we can jump into with some of those season-long events but uh yeah, how was the old Indian Hills playing? It's awesome. So, it
0: was really yeah, good. How good a shape was that in?
2: It was, it was really good. The greens were, were smooth and nice, and it was a really good setup. So it, it was a fun uh, fun uh, well, course for the day.
0: Well, don't pat yourself on the back with a really good I, setup. I didn't do
2: this setup that day. Oh, you didn't? Oh, no. Okay. Who did it? Did John? No, the, the course did the setup. I'm oh, you let myself. them? You let them yeah, just yeah. do it. Well, I yeah, was a competitor. Thought- I, I was a competitor, and I couldn't set it up myself. Well, we don't mind
0: that tone. If you do, we're good with it. But I mean, yeah, I thought the the flag, the pins were fair. There's a couple toughies, but there was a lot of like you should get a birdie there, and we didn't on some of them. I'm sure, tone, you could you probably had a similar story. Did you guys finish at eight? We
2: finished. We finished at nine. We finished just in the end of the money, but we we were six under through nine. And we missed a short putt on our eighth hole. And then we are just the putters just got cold. And in addition to the actual weather, the back nine, it was not uh we missed so many putts, but it was still fun to be out there and and have a have a chance for something. So
0: Al, uh, what what was LPM get you tone? How much are we thirty-eight
2: bucks? Thirty-three. Thirty-three dollars.
0: You know, that would have paid for half of the front right light. (laughs) Ah, my car is going to be totaled. It's fine.
3: Kaylee, take us through what happened and give us some winners here in the last few weeks. Yeah, so we've been rolling. We finished golf champs, and Andrew Israelson won that out at Fox Hollow.
0: Who we wanted to have on the show today, but we couldn't because why? He's going to Q school. And he should, right, Scotty?
1: Yeah, Andy, Andrew's been playing solid all year.
3: Yeah, so he's, he's
1: young. Why not?
3: Exactly. So it was fun to see him when he won over the two days at Fox Hollow, and it was a really nice golf champs. It was so hot, which is weird for golf champs. It was super hot and really nice weather. So thanks for Fox Hollow for hosting.
0: Thaddeus Blowberger had a little chat with him at the Scramble too. He did a good job for you all. And the soup, things were good, Tone?
2: Yeah, no, we, uh, like I said, I hadn't seen the uh, course till a couple months ago. And uh course is really good to work with, with everybody, and um, very good shape. And it was a fun, fun two days. Glad we had good weather. Like Kaylee said, it's probably the hottest golf champs we've had.
1: Scotty, how'd you do? I didn't even look. I just saw. Uh, I shot even the first day, four under the second day, bogey my last. Thanks to Tone and his whole location on eighteen. Um, no, <laughs> but uh, not You're that I'm bitter. Yeah, at five, but bogey free and bogey my last. Um, not that I'm bitter or anything, but uh, no, I thought I would never played what? box the uh, before this year. It's a fun golf course. Uh, It was very wet. They had a ton of rain, but they got it playable. I felt like, uh, you know, we had to play lift clean in place both days because of how much rain they had got leading up to it. But I felt like it was a non-issue. Scores were low because it was soft. And, um, yeah, day one one we played in the afternoon. So uh, the greens got a, a little choppy from just the amount of play. And, but day two, the greens were perfect. It was uh, it was a great setup, and yeah, I really like the golf course. If you haven't played it's it's a fun golf course to play. And I I do want to say one thing. Um, hats off to a good uh, a great ambassador for the section, Mike Bard, shooting his age the first day, and he almost could have shot his age day two. He shot sixty nine. And then shot 70 day two. He almost could have shot a back-to-back days.
0: Nice little shout out there, Scotty.
1: Yeah. No, well, Bargie's a great. You, I mean, when you shoot your age, great. You're not going to be shooting your age anytime soon.
0: Hey. It's coming. Oh, yeah.
1: It's coming. Wait. I think maybe you shot your age on the front nine somewhere this year.
0: Kaley, what else we got we got to move on from that
1: one yes
3: yeah, so how about all
1: the match play winners how about those
3: yeah i can roll through these uh match, match play, play winner winners. was don barry congratulations Ooh. db
0: and, and that's regular match play correct? correct correct yep and and i saw some videos and his swing looked like that man was hurting No,
1: it's not hurting. It's deliberate. He's putting everything into it. He doesn't care if he falls over. He's going to swing as hard as possible.
0: Wow. I was like, that's got to be his back again. It was not, huh, Scotty? No, I played
1: with him first round of the golf champions, and that's how he swung on every driver's swing. And, um, you know, Don's never had an issue with accuracy and even swinging that way. Uh, I think he hits it as straight as ever. And he's hitting it probably... 15 yards further than last year. Wow. Yeah.
0: All right. Sorry to interrupt, Kayla. Keep going.
3: No, that's okay. So, so Savannah Smith, Smith won the women's match play. Congratulations to her. Trey Fessler won the assistance. Eric Cochner just won the seniors.
0: Hey, Eric. I'm
3: coming.
0: <laughs> Greg's coming. I'm coming. <laughs> is
1: more. that a one is more that a year you? Huh? is that a repeat for savannah she won it last year right
2: she's won all three years
1: whoa whoa dynasty greg Oh, uh, that's the that's
0: laker no that's chicago bulls-esque for savannah three Pete. all right well scotty uh how'd you uh wasn't that your title
1: it was my title. I lost to Jeff Sorensen at the Fox shortly after we had our podcast. Thanks for bringing it up. Um I'll admit this is a year that I'd like to forget on the tournament side. It was uh you just it was have not five my
0: under or four under.
1: Yeah, it's it's you can't
0: play defense.
1: Yeah, it's just uh I, I, I'll be honest, I'm sad that it's, I mean, we got Valley Days tomorrow, and then it's done. Lights uh, up.
0: Except for we have an announcement to make, Tone and Kaylee. Here it want comes. It want me to.
1: <laughs> it ain't my event. No, it is
0: your event. Yeah. Scotty actually started this event up in Minnewaska. We are carrying it on at Eagle Creek. It is going to be called the Blizzard Best Ball Two-Person, and it is sponsored by Club Pro Chatter. You guys didn't know that, but Scotty and I, now it's gone into his course up at Waska, and we're taking over to Eagle Creek. It'll be on October 28th, 11 o'clock. That's a Saturday, 11 o'clock. Most of you will be closed, most of your golf courses. So if you want to come play and you got a partner anybody, pros, non-pros, old, young, you name it, Call me tone once. should come 70 tone should come 72 players is all we're allowing out on this golf course for that cuz we want a good pace of play and uh because of the weather we're going to have a chilly feed afterwards and uh Scott's going to do all the talking because this is his event the club pro chatter blizzard best ball Scotty when did you start that back up at your place how many years ago was that
1: probably 6 we did it for two or three years at minnewaska that's right and um the one thing about this event that's a little different and greg and i wanted to add a little drama is we draw one par three one par four one par five and you have to use both balls on those holes so it's a best ball for 15 holes And it's a both balls count on three holes, a three, a four, and a five. Gets a little interesting on the old best, or the both balls.
0: Yeah, let me tell you a little quick story about this tournament, Kaylee and Tone. So the first year, me and Rick Marks from Olivia, we go up and we win the thing. Kill it. Love it. Go up year two. And now what Scotty does, is, or what we do with this event, is that we pull it out right before the event started so this was before golf genius tone i actually might need you on how to do this uh because there's got to be a way in golf genius but anyways so he would pull it out and, and everybody's starting hole was already set so he pulls out hole number 16 well that's the hole that rick marks and greg snow start on in year two uh we went six over on our first hole <laughs> defending, <laughs> defending our title We were just talking about the other day because Rick March was here for a little Sunday game we had. I go, do you remember that? He goes, it was awful. He goes, I'll never forget it. He goes, I got in the left side. There's a pond. You remember Wascatone on 16. Left of the pond is kind of long stuff, but you find it, and he stayed left the whole hole. I think he took a 9 or a 10, and I took a double, and uh, it was just shy. So this event is kind of fun of that because we knew it. I mean, we had to get through that hole, and we didn't. That was unfortunate. But, yes, um, we're excited to uh, keep this tradition. It's been two years since we – or three years, Scotty. And it's been- three years. Yeah. So, if you guys got anything, um, nothing going on on that Saturday, we'd love Kaylee's to have in. <laughs> love I to think happen. I. I Sorry. think I
2: got another scramble that I committed to on that exact day. I got to double-check.
0: Double-check that calendar. If not, text me. Alrighty, all right, so tone, what's the off season look like here? What do you need for, i? I ask you this every year. What do you need for golf courses? Talk to us
2: well we're we send out a lot of a lot of communications and we're waiting to hear a lot of uh communications back in regards to hosting, but um feeling good with where we're at, thinking the next by the end of October we'll have a good feel for what we we need just um, waiting for these clubs to talk with their committees and hopefully get approvals. So um, wish I had more to say right now, but, uh, you know, obviously stayed open and a few of those already booked and released on the schedule. And I'll keep updating that as it, as, uh, as they keep coming.
0: I know you got to keep some of those tight to the chest um, because of negotiations and talk and their boards and all that. But again, I think we've made it very clear that if you need help with this, Um, This is a forum that our section and we've said it about junior golf, Kaylee, you have kind of helped a lot with this of of we Scott and I have kind of taken this on as we want to push our, our friends and our, our teammates out there, the PGA pros to help you to help junior golf and basically to help our section, you got to give up a day, you got to help us with a day and again there, it doesn't even mean that it's total loss of revenue. Um, there there's some other revenues that are available like the food at forest hills uh, by the way was phenomenal for that uh that uh pro uh, what do we call that one facility
2: I, team The facility, facility team, scotty, team.
0: Scotty, scotty this this spread i could have sat there and ate for like three weeks it was so do you guys did you guys get some yeah did we got some yeah sick so good but anyways just stuff like that that I think that we could help out with. And Scotty, I know you, uh, being Mr. VP, you got to kind of hang on and get get after these people for some of this stuff.
1: Yeah, no, <clears throat> for sure. It's, we, I think everybody's just got to take their turn. Um, I've preached it for years on junior golf and then tournaments and, and especially just like. You know, we're kind of restricted, especially with that section championship. We talked a, a little bit about it on the last last episode. Be interested to see here off air, how the site visits over in Sioux Falls went. And uh, I, I'm excited about that. I And you know what, I'll be completely honest. I thought the golf champions at Fox Hollow never played Fox Hollow. Like it's good to get some variety. I think our membership a lot of them haven't played in Sioux Falls. A lot of them haven't played in Fargo or Grand Forks. Like there's a lot of courses, great golf courses out there that we, we haven't had events at. So I like what Tone is trying to do and mix it up and get it, get us away from some of the venues where we kind of old reliable, which don't get me wrong. Those host professionals, the Derek Stendals, the Mark Foley's, the Don Berries that are always willing to help us out and host. We really appreciate that, but we need everybody else to step up too, so.
3: Great point.
0: All right, Scott, transition. Kaylee, did you have anything else for us?
3: CRMC. Yeah, Yeah. so congratulations to the Craigens team and the CRMC. They won Tournament of the Year for the PGA Tour Canada events, which is a huge honor.
0: Scotty, that's interesting. It's the only event, correct, for PGA Canada in the U.S.? Um, yes, I believe so. And they win the
1: PGA Tour Canada Tournament of the Year.
3: When they're only two years old, too. That's a huge yeah
1: they finished uh they were right in the mix year one and they really stepped up their game um uh, hats off obviously jack warrell good friend of the podcast who's the tournament director jack just works his tail end off on this and and it, it's it's awesome so um yeah congrats to them and i mean it's it's pretty impressive that this event wasn't there two years ago, and now all of a sudden they were voted the best event on that tour. So,
0: I want to ask all three of you, what do you feel that they do differently that's setting them apart? I mean, I think you guys have all—all all three of you were up there some to some degree or another. Is there anything that stood out to you that it was like, "Oh, that's super cool"? I don't mean to put you on the spot here with this, but if there was something, um, I I just think that this is how we highlight our PGA professionals. I mean, that that a lot of times people are like, well, what do they do different that you just couldn't get a club manager for? You know, I mean, is there something that stood out? Tone, you, your green light came on. Oh, somebody.
1: I got, uh, I'll jump in.
2: Yeah, go ahead, like, Scott. I,
1: I, I think it's just in the details, like they go above and beyond in every way, shape or form. They've got like their proams. I know Jack brought in like a Travis Matthew, like tour van. Um, Saturday night, they have like a concert. Um, the volunteers, the caddies, all of that. I think just they do everything that every other tournament does, but the difference is, is it's enhanced and it's elevated across all avenues. Like it's not just like, oh, by the way, the volunteers are in that tent. No, it's it's here's what your role is gonna be. And they've got so many volunteers, they've got a lot of money behind it. And I think the community really supports it as well. So I think it's just, they're doing a lot of the things that other events are doing. They're just doing it better and making it more of an experience versus yeah, these guys are good and they're just going to play a tournament for some money. Would you agree Tone?
2: Yeah, no, I would, I would agree with you. You know I'd say like, I didn't get to go out there this year. I saw some of it last year. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, Jack and his whole team does does a great job and they put a lot of effort into it. And I think all that shows and that's why they get, uh, obviously is why they got that award and why they get such good um, feedback from, from players and others.
0: Don't they host a fishing outing too?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I know. So it's, it's just those things. Like, um, I think they do a good job of hosting players, you know, matching them up with caddies. I know a bunch of our friends from up there, Greg caddy during the week um so it's it's just pretty cool like the it's just a lot of coordination from their team to get the volunteers and and the buy-in and and I mean it's 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 awesome to see so congrats to them
0: well good stuff all right let's move on to the business of the section we we a lot of times bring this in uh we have awards coming up down the road I think that date was just announced um, but more or less, the guy sitting right there with that over... What, what do you got on there? What are you doing? Is that a winter coat?
1: No, it's a fall jacket.
0: That thing looks like Puffy the Michelin Man. right
1: there. Well, have you ever seen Back to the Future?
0: Yes. Yes, that's what... Yeah, that's what it looks like. Anyways, yeah. that guy right there, VP of the section... You got a lot going on. I want, just tell us your schedule coming up here and what's happening and, and all the things that you and Phil and uh, maybe even some of the staff have coming up, Scotty.
1: Yeah, I think I told somebody this, they asked, somebody asked me to help out with something. And I said, I'm in five (laughs) States in the next five weeks. Um, I was just down in Missouri at Bell Reeve for a tailor-made event, which if you ever get the chance play there, it's phenomenal. You got to play Um, with
0: another friend of the podcast. Yeah,
1: Darren Fisher. Um, Darren is going back to the PPC. He was one of the qualifiers from Iowa, so congrats to him. Uh, We had never played together. Darren got a little skin, a two on a par four, drove the green, which was fun. Um, But, yeah, no, so I was down there um we got a little mea trip with the fam in colorado next week and then it's like non-stop we well i've got district meetings iowa sunday monday of this week so the whole district you know minnesota iowa nebraska is getting together uh our officers some of our staff and uh, current secretary of the National PGA, Nathan Carnes is gonna join us. So if anybody has any hot ticket questions for Nathan, I'm not afraid to ask, but uh, yeah, so it'll be good couple of days just just to get the update from National and to to see all our district and see what went well for them this year um, within their section. So that's next week. And then a couple of weeks after that is, you know, our fall meeting, which we've got. Um, and I think, I don't know if we've got anyone from national coming in for that. I think Keith Soriano, our <clears throat> regional ch- uh, chief officer uh, will be here. Obviously, Andrea, our career career consultant Greg New Year our district director who will be at Iowa as well, this will be his last fall meeting as our district director then transitioning in is Mr Joel Berger. So Joel's been shadowing the last year, and this will be Greg's last run a district uh, meeting so Joel will get elected at the uh, annual meeting down in Frisco first week in November so. We've got elections within our section. I think we've got, let's see if I can nail them all. We got Northern Director. Northern? Northern Director, Metropolitan Director, and two at-large positions. So I think so the I'm seats, you are not up. I think the seats of Jack Warrow, Chris Nathlich, Andy Gerber, and Jane Meyerhoff are up. Um I would anticipate three out of the four or four out of the four would probably run again. I haven't had conversations with them. I've got it written down to have conversations with all of them. I had conversations with one that I'm close with and I think he's going to rerun. So. Okay. Um, can, and you, we, uh,
0: can you zoom in on that calendar behind you? We want to see what you have all written down back there. Uh, Let's get to August, or excuse me, October.
1: There's Halloween, uh, Columbus Day. Don't forget November 16th next week is National Boss Day. I better get Luke Benoit something nice. Wait a minute.
0: You don't have over there all the things you have to get to? You keep it on your phone. Oh, there it is. Look at this, you guys. Tone, do you got one of those? Or do you use your phone?
2: No, I got a big one on my desk.
0: Let's let's see that Scotty. Hold on, I didn't have my goggles on here. Hang go on, on. let me, me get you quick.
2: one last
1: thing. This is the fun one. This is October for me. <laughs> and then we go to November and it kind of gets light there, but that's a little that's bit. October for me. So, um Throw in there, we've got awards, which I think nominations have been closed as of yesterday. Uh, We will reach out uh, as part of my duties as vice president, I'm the chair of the awards committee. So we will be sending out all the people that have been nominated notes. Uh, We're gonna do something this year that we, a lot of times people get nominated, we get nothing back from them they're still in consideration which this year we've got a ton of nominees if we get nothing back from you sorry you're not going to be in consideration we it, we would like a little bit back from each nominee or else how are we supposed to know what your achievements are we're not asking for much we're not asking for a 10 page dissertation we're asking for a one page you know why you think you should be considered for this award? So that, those all come in. We have a couple of weeks given for that. and then the awards committee, which Mr. Snow has been uh, has agreed to be on, meets and we discuss, select the awards, and the awards dinner is December 10th, fourth, 6th. Fourth? I think it's
0: the 4th, right, Kaylee?
3: Yeah. <coughs> so <Okay>. far.
1: <laughs> December 4th at Oak Ridge. Um, I need to get the final approval from President Anderson, which I don't think he will uh, have any issues with, but I think we are going to go to a co-hosting monologue model of Greg Snow and myself. So... We're gonna have a little fun with this. That's right. It's we're gonna celebrate a lot of great achievements. We're gonna have some fun. Greg's gonna to try to not double book two dinners in one night.
0: Well, it is a tough date for me. It's the same scenario as last year, but I'm gonna make it work, Scotty, because uh it's a great night. And uh I, I I really enjoyed it. So um yeah, I won't double book. I'll make sure that if they wanna take us out for commissioner's dinner, they'll do it on. Tuesday night? Because I think the fourth is a Monday, correct?
1: Yes. So we've got that. Um, And then, you know, at the annual meeting, um, nothing major, a couple of minor resolutions, which I think, um, well, one's a little major. Uh, They're gonna talk about a dues increase for the first time in 40 years. So $25 dues increase. Um, which I don't think there would be an issue with that cost of living. Everything's went up. We haven't increased it in 40 years. And then another one is just a minor classification um, where if once a person is PGA president um, they get into a new A25 or something, something along those lines, if neither one was, I didn't think was going to be that big and I'll find out more at the district meeting. They're having town halls about it right now, but neither one was crazy. So, um, and then we'll probably kind of find out who the next wave of individuals running for secretary would be. Um, I think it's going to be very interesting because the last time we had three worthy people running for secretary and two withdrew by august so it was nathan card's last man standing so clearly it's a pretty big obligation and so i'm interested to see who all puts their name in the hat
0: well just think of what you're going through <laughs> yeah i mean and i'll put that on a national level i had a chat with ryan hanford at the uh uh at the fall scramble and i i could sense on him of like oh, right of you're trying to run your own facility he was pre- secretary vp prez now past prez and it's like it's a big commitment in there you know when you when you go through it so i think uh anybody who thinks that it's just for the glam and the glory uh you got to you need to second guess that uh, and understand that it is uh it is a pretty intense position plus don't you Scotty have to give the financials
1: i do <laughs> so you know phil Anderson is so great at the financials so i got big shoes to fill i'm thinking i might as well get with john to let for an afternoon and we hash this thing out um the the one good thing that i would say is i think the the sections in a very strong financial position junior golf was it was another record year um so i i don't think there's going to be the the one thing that i'm going to continue to announce is we have money to give away to our section members for programming it is i wouldn't say it's endless but it's there's quite a bit there and the amount of applicants that we get is so few so take advantage of it we got the, the through the license plate in George Waters, we we give probably over $200,000 a year in grants, right? And we're still, and that doesn't even make a, a dent in what we've got. So...
0: Well, Scotty, uh, I know we put you on the spot there for a long monologue and a lot to go through, but uh, we appreciate all the work that you do for the section. I give you a hard time on a lot of things, including your jackets and your haircuts, but uh, we appreciate everything. Yeah, you're looking pretty good today. A little private country club again, uh, but we appreciate all that you do for us. Tone, I know it was said at the uh at, at Indian Hills, but I want to say it in this forum too. Great year, uh, Kaylee, for all the work you do with pumping us up. Um, uh, I know that that social media. I get asked all the time here at the club, why don't you put things more on this and more on that? And I'm like, that takes time, believe it or not, because when you post something wrong which I'm sure you've done, you go, now I got to correct it. Now I got to fix it. Now I got to send it back. And then it's, it's a nightmare by then. And you're already into the next project. And so what you guys do for us, super appreciate it. Um, It makes for a great year. And I hope that you two in particular get a little bit of off season and a little bit of rest, because I view your jobs a lot like us golf pros where you kind of, you're ready for a little decompress when all's said and done. So, there's my little monologue. It's just a big thank you to the to the three of you for what you guys do for us. So, anything else for the good of the order?
1: Yeah, I, I echo your sentiments to Kaylee and Tone and the entire staff. It's it's a it's a crazy May to the beginning of October, um, and yeah, it's we held it together pretty good and had a great season um and now it's like we've turned the page and now it's like planning for the next year and that's another thing we got greg planning session section planning session november 20th and 21st put that on the calendar so we're not out of the woods yet yeah
3: what about november 5th
1: oh november 5th yeah that's a fun day yeah, Greg, what are you gonna be doing that day?
0: November 5th. I'm probably going to church, maybe a Vikings game.
1: Do you are you gonna get up early and watch a certain race?
0: Oh, we almost forgot! We almost forgot! This is huge news. We've had now, I wanna set this up a little bit. We are uh, no, I'm not, by the way, just so you know. Um, anyways. We've had a lot of people, we've had Don Berry on the show. We've, we've talked a lot about running, which again, I I don't know why any sane human being wants to do that. Um, but Scott McDonald right here, and many of you know this, but if you haven't, is going to be part of how many PGA members, Scott? Is it? 12? 17. 17 are going to run. I don't even know which one. Is it the New York City or the Boston?
1: New York City.
0: No. Why didn't you choose the Boston marathon? Is that
1: later? No, because this is a PGA reach team that has been formed. I think it started about 2015 and uh, they've selected PGA members from across the country to be a part of this team and raise awareness and funds for reach each of those years. Some of the individuals on the team now have ran it a couple of times Obviously, this is my first time running the New York City Marathon. I've ran Twin Cities twice. Most recently, like 14 years ago, I was a little slimmer, had a little more hair, um, a little faster too. You wore but, that silly, silly little necklace that you had, the little beads? Oh, the, the hemp necklace? Yeah, you like that, don't you? Yeah, Okay. Greg's gonna have another heart attack, and that's another reason why we run to prevent heart attacks and cardiovascular I health.
0: I didn't, I didn't picture.
1: <laughs> no, you don't need to find the picture. Maybe we could blow it up for the annual meeting or the fall meeting.
0: This is on the awards banquet. We're gonna have to talk about how much money you you raise, <laughs> and we're gonna show that.
1: No, we can put that picture on every single (laughs) table at the fall meeting and say, can you help donate to this blonde guy's fund?
0: I got to send, I'll find it and send it to you too because I didn't mean for this to be an inside joke. I I think everybody deserves to see Scotty when he was in, I think he was 18 or 19. Senior year of high school. This picture, you guys, you go, that is not Scott McDonald. And by the way, just so everybody knows, you were not super interested in golf at that time, correct?
1: Uh, I loved golf. I didn't play on the high school team. I was a, I was cross-country and track. You were a runner. Okay,
0: back to the New York City Marathon.
1: Yeah, so there's 17 of us, November 5th. I've actually been training the first time ever for a marathon. Uh, last week, I ran a 20-mile run. Uh, I got 10 this week, and then I got 20 next week, and that's going to be my last long run and then we kind of taper it down like they they say in in the running world so i'll take it easy um and then yeah we go november 5th and yeah so it's this is the first time i kind of i'm proud of the fact that i'm the first minnesota section member to do this um there's people a couple from nebraska a couple from California, Arizona, all over the country. So we have monthly calls just talking about our training, our fundraising, and then kind of the week of It's It's crazy. Like I can't just get dropped off at the starting line because it's on Staten Island, Island and they close it off. So you either got to shuttle in or take a ferry in, Greg, to get to the start line. So it sounds like the, the, the toughest part of the race is actually getting to the starting line because 50,000 other people are trying to get there too. So um, you finish in Central Park, you go over five different bridges. It's going to be a beautiful run. Um, I just hope it's, uh, it's a little cooler and uh, we hope that we don't have anything that happened like the Twin Cities Marathon where it's too hot that you can't run. Okay, Scott, what's the
0: winning time typically for one of these marathons? What's well, running
1: the world record was just since set Sunday. Two hours, like 35, 35 seconds.
3: seconds.
1: Yeah.
0: Two hours and 25 seconds?
1: 35. That's 26.2 miles. I think if you run the, the numbers, it's probably about a 438 mile for 26 okay. miles. Great. Okay. you could keep that pace maybe for 100 meters.
0: All right, hold on. We're going to have some fun here. All right, Tone, we'll, we'll start with you. Guess Scotty's final time. The best, oh, is, oh, oh, the oh. best is two hours and 23 minutes. So we're going to 23 seconds,
1: 35 seconds. I'm sorry,
0: two hours and 23 seconds. So basically two hours. Yes. Right? All right, Tone. What do you got? What do you think, Scotty's going to run it in, or do you want? Should I start? Maybe it's not. Fair. You, you start, start, Greg. Then you guys can go over under.
1: Okay. Um, okay. Let's, so let what? me. Okay, you guys just go in blind because this is going to be comical. What you're guessing?
0: You want to throw out some?
1: Okay, I feel like so I got
0: I, an inside scoop.
1: Yeah, Kaylee kind of does, but that was a ten mile run, so.
0: Oh, yeah. okay. Let's start with that. Scotty, tell us what you ran 10 miles in. Then we'll, then we'll base off of that.
1: <laughs> Let me pull it up.
0: We don't have much time left. Come on. This yeah, is I'm, part, I'm pulling I think this will be
1: fun. Um, 10 miles on my birthday in an hour and 19 minutes. Okay. Now that's 10 miles and I'm running right. at a faster right. clip.
0: So I'm going to can even do math. I'm going to start off with 3 hours 17 minutes and 46 seconds.
3: Okay. Oh, to the seconds. Sally. Okay. Uh Scotty, my favorite number is 3. So I'm going to give you 3 hours 33 minutes and 33 seconds.
0: Love it. Tone. Yeah. There's some room in between there or you can, you're in a nice spot here or you can go higher or lower.
2: I was I was thinking just slightly higher than Kaylee's, three hours forty four minutes and fifty two seconds.
0: All right, Scott, what's target goal? Now tell us target.
1: So I found out Monday one of my good buddies from college who lives in New York City is running in the marathon as well, and I said, "What's your goal time?" He said, "Around four hours." I'm like, "Okay." He's like, what, what's your goal time? I'm like, if I'm feeling good, I'd like to run around 330. But for sure, I want to break four hours. So I think Greg 317, if I run that, that'd be like me winning the golf champions by 10 shots. That's gonna Scott, be
0: can can you do 317?
1: Uh no. Impossible. Let me, like, if you pull up marathon pace, uh, 317 is like, let me see here. Okay, no is fine. Can you do 333? I can do 333. 317 is 735 miles, not gonna happen. 333 is about 815s, which I think I could do. 3.44 okay. is 8.37s, so and that four be... hours is 9.15. What's career best for you? My career best, I've ran in the 3.30s twice. Granted, one was when I was 21 years old, and one was when, yeah, the hemp, and again, slender. Hadn't even had a drop of alcohol in my life. I was, I was just a specimen and uh, then uh, 2009 was the other one. So that, and that was in the three thirties, but the 2002 one I was running at sub three hour pace through 18 miles. I didn't train at all. And then I just hit the wall.
0: You had it was to walk. brutal.
1: You had to walk? I, I, was, I, I got passed by a guy from, Alabama, who was sixty-five years old, and he looked like he was crawling, but he was actually running. And he passed me, and he said, "Hey, bud, got to go take a number two. I'll catch up with you later." Two two miles later, he passes me. A sixty-five-year-old guy from Alabama. <laughs> you can't make it up. All right, we got it. We got to sign
0: off here. That's a great way to end. This was uh, Club Pro Chatter Season Six, Episode Seven. Thank you to Tone, Kaylee, Scott. Don't forget about the Blizzard Best Ball, sponsored by the Club Pro Chatter podcast group. Scotty, one more item. Go.
1: If you would like to support my journey That's at right. the New York City Marathon, uh, I think there's a link through Easy Reads that through my Instagram, my Facebook um donations it's for a great cause like i'm doing it because i got involved in in this this year pga hope um and a lot of those funds go to that and national initiatives to help us grow the game so any support would be great and there it is (laughs) and i did not throw the shot put back in high school (laughs)
3: good job scott good way on the show all right
0: right. thanks scott that's
1: perfect this is scott mcdonald signing off club pro chatter will be back later in the year with the awards and announcing those winners have a great day everyone